I'm quoting this morning from Hebrews, this statement in chapter 10. According to the English Standard Version, For you have need of endurance, so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what is promised. Listen to this from the King James Version. For ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. This passage has a context that will have our attention in just a moment, and then I will deal with the subject of patience. Welcome to our assembly today to worship God and remember Jesus Christ and encourage one another and to listen to God's word. The book of Hebrews was written to Christians who came out of Judaism. And at the time of this writing, they were under pressure to leave Christ and go back into Judaism. I mean, stop doing the will of God and drift back into their previous religion and way of life. Christians were persecuted by Jews who had not become Christians. So it was a challenging time for Christians who came to Christ out of the Jewish religion. God, through the inspired writer, speaks to these Hebrews of hope which required steadfastness and patience and within that steadfastness and patience, obedience that continued, that was to continue through whatever persecution storms may have come their way. And the point of Hebrews 10.36 is endurance in hard times means patiently doing the will of God to receive what is promised. The patience of Hebrews 10.26 has in it obedience, doing the will of God in hard times. Christians today are not in the exact circumstance as the recipients of the Hebrew epistle. We are not Christians under fire because we left Judaism, but we are under fire. The world around us is hostile. What we believe and teach from the Bible is opposed, denied, argued against and ridiculed, sometimes violently. We need what this verse teaches. Endurance in hard times, patiently doing the will of God to receive what is promised. There's something else going on that requires good attention to this passage. The lifestyle of our society today is fast-paced. It is hectic. I need to guard against impatience, and I need to warn all of us about it. 
because we occupy an atmosphere that is loaded with rush and hurry and demand. And the devil can shape all of that busyness into a weapon against us. The devil can shape all of that busyness into a weapon against us. So because of the widespread opposition to what we believe, teach, and practice, and because of that atmosphere, that lifestyle of busyness that can consume us, this needs our attention. You have need of endurance so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what is promised. This is about endurance in hard times, meaning patience is needed, but patience that has in it doing the will of God to receive what is promised. First of all, I want to identify three areas of life where patience is needed. And then I'm going to bring to our attention in the second half of this sermon some passages that teach us about the development of patience, what that's based on, what we need to be doing to be a patient people. First of all, three areas where patience is needed. Number one, patience with yourself. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 4 says that love is patient. If patience is a component of love, if love is a predominant attitude that ought to be in the heart of every Christian, we need to be patient with ourselves. Not lazy, not indifferent about our sins and weaknesses, but patient about our growth in knowledge and the experience of wisdom that we acquire along the way in life. Spiritual growth is not like fast food. It isn't something you can order from Amazon and have it at your doorstep in two days. I said to us a few weeks ago in a Sunday evening sermon, just the word growth has in it the clear idea of a process over time. You need to be patient with yourself while sincerely continuing to learn and do the will of God. Because it is in learning and doing the will of God that patience is developed. I need to be patient with myself while sincerely absorbing the word and living by it. This kind of personal patience is acknowledging imperfection while striving for perfection. Knowing it doesn't come overnight. Patience with others. Well, for many of us, this may be where the real struggle lies. It may be that being patient with ourselves is one thing, but being patient with others may require greater effort. 
You know, let's admit this. There are people we may find irritating. They annoy us. Not guilty of any sin. They're just so different. According to our perspective. And they have mannerisms or opinions that we don't like. That are not like us. They're not false teachers. They're not rebellious sinners. No, they are just, well, odd. And they may annoy us. Let's remember what Paul wrote in Romans 14 and 15. In Romans 14, 1, he said, Do not quarrel over opinions. And then here is the follow-up in Romans 15, 1 and 2. We who are strong have an obligation to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let each of us please his neighbor for his good to build him up. Romans 15, 1 and 2. We must continue to do the will of God sincerely and patiently, being patient with ourselves and patient with others, though sometimes that may be very hard. Patience with God. For instance, when we pray, asking God for something we believe is needed, that we may want Him to deliver as soon as we finish the word, Amen. And we may expect Him to answer our prayers not only quickly, but in the exact way that we specify. When we go into prayer with that attitude, it exhibits and advances impatience with God. And every time we talk about patience with God, a strong element of that is, is trust. In Psalms 62 verse 5, My soul, wait silently for God alone, for my expectation is from Him. See, that expectation from Him, that's trust. In Isaiah 30 and verse 18, Therefore the Lord will wait that He may be gracious to you, and therefore He will be exalted that we may have mercy on you. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all those who wait for Him. Blessed are all those who wait for Him. We need patience. It is necessary. It is required in dealing with things that happen to us. People in teaching and preaching, in waiting for God, patience with self, with others, and with God. So we're back to that passage in Hebrews. You have need of patience, so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what is promised. Patience that has inside it, continuing to do the will of God, no matter the external pressure. All right, I promised in the second half of this sermon 
I would take us to passages concerning how we develop this necessary patience. So I'm headed now to 2 Peter 1, 5 through 9. 2 Peter chapter 1, 5 through 9. I'll give you time to get there. Patience is not a standalone virtue. It is not a standalone virtue. In fact, I'll go further. There is no virtue or attitude enjoined in Scripture that stands alone in some sort of vacuum separated from all the others. Everything about our response to God through Christ is connected and balanced. Now let me work with that in 2 Peter 1. I want to read this and I want us to listen for connection. All these things we're going to come to in the passage have a common connection. This is not a list of independent, unrelated traits. Are you there? 2 Peter 1, 5 through 9. For this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue, and virtue with knowledge, and knowledge with self-control, and self-control with steadfastness, some translations, patience, and steadfastness with godliness, and godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love, for if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For whoever lacks these qualities is so nearsighted that he is blind, having forgotten that he was cleansed from his former sins. All of these are connected. If you had nothing else, you've got that little word, with. Did you see that? Make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue, and virtue with knowledge, and knowledge with self-control, and self-control with patience, steadfastness, and patience with godliness, it is all connected. And in the English Standard Version that I've read from, these are supplements. Now that means you add these to something that's already there. Something that's foundational. Now what is that? It's faith. One addition or supplement to faith is steadfastness or patience. So I must never think of patience as a standalone virtue. Imagine that I have this internal dialogue. Uh, Warren, you need patience. So you've got to get patience in your head and in your life. So I'm going to go out there and find some patience and I'm going to plug that into my mind. See, that sounds like it's a standalone virtue. It isn't. Patience is a supplement to something that's already there, and what's already there must be faith. 
Faith is there, and then these things are added. So the passages in the Bible that speak of the acquisition and the development of faith show that pay up. Let me say that again. See, I need to be patient with myself about that. The passages in the Bible that speak of the acquisition and development of patience show patience to be a product of faith. You can't work on your patience without working on what you add it to. The faith. Colossians 1, 10 and 11. That you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing Him, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might, according to His glorious power, for all patience and long suffering with joy. Now look at the last phrase. Colossians 1, 10 and 11. The last phrase has what we're talking about. Patience. Long suffering with joy. How do I develop that? Look back at the first part of that passage. Walk worthy of the Lord. Fully pleasing Him. Increase in the knowledge of God. So that you will have strength and patience and joy. It is this simple. Patience is one of the good products. One of the good results. When we are active every day as disciples of Jesus Christ. It isn't a standalone virtue. It is packaged in with the daily activity of faith. Luke 8.15 Jesus said the person with a good and honest heart receives the seed, the word of God, and the result is they bear fruit with patience. You can't work on patience without faith. Patience requires a good and honest heart in which the word of God is received. Then there is the bearing of fruit with patience. Romans 15, we were there a moment ago. I'm going back there at verse 4. For whatever things were written before were written for our learning that we through the patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. If I want patience and comfort and hope, I've got to have this in my mind. The patience and comfort of the scriptures result in hope. Are we getting this? What we are taught in these passages is that to develop faith, we must walk worthy of the Lord, let the word be planted in our heart, and it is through patience and comfort of the scriptures that we find hope. Something else. James 1 verse 3, the testing of your faith produces patience. Now it's not just testing. The testing of our faith produces patience. 
Romans 10.13 says faith comes by hearing the word of God. So I hear the word of God, faith is produced, and I live steadfastly by faith. Even when I'm tested and tried, I keep doing the will of God that produces patience. Revelation 14.12, here is the patience of the saints. Here are those who keep the commandments of God in the faith of Jesus. Do you see a deficiency in your patience? Here is the patience of the saints. Here are those who keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. There cannot be patience. There cannot be the patience of the saints apart from keeping the commandments of God based on our faith in Christ. The patience of the saints comes through obedient faith. And as this obedient faith is pursued, you develop love. And 1 Corinthians 13, 4, I read earlier, describes that love and it says love is patient. So patience isn't just out here by itself. It is connected to faith, connected to love. Patience is a product of being an active and willing and consistent disciple of Jesus Christ. So if you examine yourself and discover impatience, you cannot deal with that through some sort of internal dialogue that is limited to patience. You've got to get to what it's connected to. The virtue of patience is a product of obedient faith, growing faith, and that's all about our complete response to God. As I nail down the activity of faith in Christ and I grow that faith in my life, patience is a product I can develop. Second Peter 1 says it is added to faith. So it cannot be developed separate from faith. Patience with yourself. Patience with God and with others. Christ died to put this virtue within our reach. It's within our reach through obedient faith. And so let's do better. Let's do better about faith and the activity of faith, even when tested and patience will be developed. And maybe one thing we need to do is slow down. We occupy an atmosphere loaded with rush and hurry and demand and the devil can shape all that busyness into a weapon. We have need of patience, which is a product of active faith in Jesus Christ and the growth and development that comes from that faith. We have need of patience, and in that patience, there is doing the will of God. Let's be standing as we sing.